This is Paul Nobles from Eat to Perform. This is the Wine and Cookies edition of the Eat to Perform webinar that we do on Monday nights. There are children here. There are dogs here. And actually, I got some instruction from the Barbell Shrug people saying that the production quality of this show is probably not very good. And that's what makes it so awesome. So, so on the call... Just so you guys know, and we'll have people coming in and out. So we have a bunch of staff that I'm going to um, add as we go. Hey, where are you guys going? Okay, hey, I need my goat. Um, so, okay, so let's see. Next to me is April, which most people know. Um, then we have Lori Walsh. Lori, do you want to say hi? <laughs> She's Howdy. Dressed as Rudolph. And then we have Sarah Soyberg. Um, <laughs> why do I always mess up your name? No, why? Why do you even try? I don't know. <laughs> what, are you, what are you dressed as? I'm, I'm like a kind of elf. Okay. I thought. Kind of. I thought you were going. No, I, okay. So, no. Gina. <laughs> don't. Just don't. I'm don't. Just, You're going to call me fat? No. You're going to call me fat again? I'm really oh. sick and tired of you telling me I have to piffle. No, that's not, uh, that's not. See this right here? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say you're dressed as a wino. <laughs> I know. At least it didn't call so you a shovel. They're asking for toothbrushes for free for the rest of us. I think we're good. I am. I oh, am. Wait, just wait till June. I am. 200 a, toothbrushes, please. I am a bar fly. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so then we have Gina Patterson's at the bottom with her son. Gina, what's your son's name? Oh, Gina's on mute. Still. We can't hear you. Hold up a sign. Hold up a sign. <laughs> we're gonna have we're gonna have a lot of this kind of thing, I think. Um Okay. <laughs> Joey? Joey? Okay. So, Susie. Joy. Susie, Hi. what's your son's name? Jimmy. And what's Jimmy. his hat? Come on, let's go. It's a moose. Okay. So, now Hello. here is my family. Hello. This Where is my you? wife, Vicki. Hi. Which, you know. Hi, Vicki. Vicki is a, is a chronic liker. You know, she doesn't post a lot in slot, but she will like your post, that's for sure. Yes. And then. <laughs> He used to call me a lurker. It's no. much better to be a liker. Yes, much better. And this is our dog, Kira. <laughs> Here we if go. You're, if you're in group coaching, she's the one snoring in the background, not me. Um, this is Emily. And Emily's in the red flannel. And then Alice is in the, the devil sweatshirt, <laughs> appropriately attired for Christmas. Um, so, but, but, well, we're one day past Hanukkah, so let's... Make sure that this is an inclusive you, kind of thing. Introduce Kira. I wasn't paying attention. I did introduce Kira. She's, she's less than impressed. Yeah, right? she's a little grumpy today. She 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 bit the bit the lady at Chuck and Don. So, um, yeah. So, so I think I've met. Can hear me. He can't see me, but I'm here. Okay. Who's that, Jordy? That's Jordy. Hello. Hi, We're gonna move people in and out so everybody can kind of see them, and then. You know, 
Um, oh. Who, who left? Gina left. Okay. Gina left. Oh, Gina. There we go. There's Teresa. Teresa I'm here. Merry Christmas. So I think most people would know Teresa from the forums. And so, so yeah, I thought what, what would be sort of fun is if um, everybody jumping in and out. Um, There's Trey. My niece Sarah has joined. I have to, yeah, you look, you look like our niece. So, so I thought that one of the things that would be fun is if we sort of talked about kind of, you know, the year that we had with Eat the Reform. And I'm probably going to let Jordy start because she was the one that actually suggested that we do this, which I think was a great idea. And uh, Jordy, what time is it in Australia? Uh, quarter past 11 in the morning. Okay. And did uh, did you lift maximum weights today? Well, we had back squats, but it was after a wad, so that's never really going to go very well. Right, but what what would that be called if you had list ma lifted maximum weights? I would have got a PB. A PB, right? So in this in the in the United States, that's peanut butter. In Australia, that's a personal best. So, so Jordy reminded me that when she first started off, um, see you guys later. When she first started off. Um, they've got to go to the post office or something. The library. Oh, there you go. And the post office. So, so this is like the most awkward podcast. People are going to tune in and go, wait a second. I was in for wanting cookies, but this is bullshit. Um, so, the staff meetings. Just yeah. With, you know, 40 extra people. This is like the old staff meetings. So, so Jordy, um, talk to us a little bit about... You know, when you first started off and um, kind of like the year in review here for for your Eat Reform story. Um, Just well, the fun as stuff. Far as being what now? What do you mean? Like as far as being stuff over the last year? Mm, I'm thinking more like something goofy from the last year um, that, that's been your experience as kind of the forum lead. Um, gosh, off the top of my head, that's a tough one. Why don't I, I start? Really Why don't I start? Okay. Okay, so one of the highlights for us was the Granite Games. So I'm going to ask everybody. Okay, so you know what? I'm going to stop right here, and then I'm going to tell you guys a little secret that you don't know. So there was another company that's kind of similar to us, but they're not really. Like, it's a paleo list. Naughty, naughty and nice list of foods type of place. And they were saying that um, that they have one of the biggest challenges um, on the internet. And I think for each challenge that they do, which is like one every six months, they give away three pairs of Reeboks. And so um, I think that's hilarious because we give three pairs of re Reeboks almost every single day, it seems. But often, um, often uh, we'll have at least 10 to 15 a month. But when I talked to Reebok and I said to them, hey, you know, we're having a um, holiday party with the staff. They said, oh, that'd be cool. Is there anything that we can do? And I was like, well, I have an idea. And so all the Eat Reform staff 
which is roughly 60 people, are getting free Reeboks for Christmas. Yeah. Courtesy of, of Reebok. Yes. So. What? Yes. Actually, awesome. the, the, the secret is sort of out when Ashley and uh, so so while other people talk about the fact that they've given away three every three months, Reebok just stepped to the plate for 60. So I thought that was pretty awesome. cool. Yeah. Down to mom. Yeah, we'll we'll have to we'll have to mail yours down to Australia. We'll get you one of the new pair of the the invitational. I don't know if you saw those on um, the Pacific invitational shoes. So so yeah, probably the biggest highlight um was meeting Jordy um you know at the Granite Games where she came and competed with two other Ethanform staff members. Um <laughs> that, that that water bottle you have to show everybody the water bottle it's like oh a, my god yeah it's like a water bottle torture device kind of thing um it's a rock to, um like a rumble roller yeah yeah for sure so um so yeah so jordy talk to me a little bit about your experience at the grand games um, I had so much fun, like just being able to meet everyone that I had been chatting to online for so long and, you know, working with virtually for so long. Um, you know, it's a long flight. It was a long way to go for a week, but, um, it was, yeah, it was so much fun being able to meet everyone and actually compete, um, in a, you know, higher level competition, I guess, and compete with, uh, Leo and Caitlin was I couldn't have asked for better teammates. It was great. Well, what I think the real question is, is why do you hate Sarah and I? <laughs> are we ever going to write that down? No, I don't think we are. So so just so everybody knows, we um, we were actually supposed to tour this facility in northern Minnesota for E-Perform Summer Camp, and Jordy was going to be one of the people that kind of tested out one of the cabins and stuff like that. And she was like, Nah, I don't want to be with you, old fuddy duddy. So, um, yeah. So yeah. So <laughs> it wasn't like that. It was, I had a flight. I had a twenty-six hour flight ahead of me, and I didn't really want to sit in a car for another five hours on top of that. You picked us over ice cream. I mean, let's just let's, let's just put it out there. <laughs> yeah, like well, that. Caitlin. Caitlin had a better offer. So what can I say? Sure. Come on, Sarah could have gotten you a free toothbrush. Yeah. She could have gotten you a free toothbrush. You missed out on the free so, toothbrush. So, so what did Caitlin offer? Ice cream. She had ice cream. She had ice cream. You didn't even have real ice cream. We had ice cream? We had sorbet. Yeah. And steak. And steak. Yeah. I didn't eat steak, so that wouldn't have got me there. Oh, that's right. They have walleye. Um, so anyway. Next time. Yeah. So anyway, we're we're obviously having fun. It is it is really cool. Well, I mean, one of the things I think that that we all talk about and brag about all the time is the fact that uh, you and Kim are in Australia and that we have like this. You know, I mean, we had Raquel in Mexico at a certain part in the year. Um, Leone's in in England, so it's kind of fun to have kind of an international flair to what we're doing, and so. Uh, that's really cool. Um, also, Jordy's team went to the CrossFit Games this year, so that was that was kind of neat. She's, you know, are you? I was not on the. No, she wasn't on the team. Yeah, but um, so Susie, um, Susie, 
I think most people are aware, especially in the, the group coaching, probably know Susie a lot better than um, maybe some people in slot or I don't know how. I mean, you're pretty active in the forums, obviously. So, uh-huh. so where are you from, Susie? Can you let I, everybody know? I am from just outside of Houston originally, but I live in Denver now. We've been here about five years. So. Okay, cool. And yeah. so, so what do you do? Because I know that that you're one of my runners. So, so when people say say, "Well, Eat to Perform hates running," I'm like, "No, we don't. We have Susie." <laughs> Yeah, no, I've run um, 13 marathons. I started running in 2000, so I guess I was young 20s. I was one of those people who was trying to outrun my calories. Um, And then I just got into, I was distance running anyway, so I might as well do races. Um, Yeah, sorry. Hold on. Is he asking Um, you for water? Yeah, so I got hooked on that. I actually got pretty good at it. I ran the Boston Marathon twice. Oh, wow. yeah, I've run tons of halves. Um, I think, you know, I had a kid and couldn't really put in the time anymore. Um, got harder and harder to outrun my calories. Um, I couldn't stay quite as lean as I wanted to. And, and somebody talked me into going to a CrossFit class. And I was hooked after that. So I've been doing that for two years, but I still run. So um, I'm just not running as much right now. Yeah, so I think that if you're an Eat to Perform member, one of the other things that Susie's actively involved in is the fundamentals class, classes that we're doing in the forums. And then obviously any call that is involved, um, she sort of organizes that. So I think that's sort of fun for people to kind of know like what everyone does, you know, at this point. Um, So Lori... um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Lori probably um, is the most patient person on the planet. Um, she, uh, well, first of all, you don't want to get in a, in a steps war with Lori because she will destroy you. Um, where are all the little ginger children? I locked them out. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. They're downstairs with the husband. So, so Lori is the head of customer service. So if you email into um, Eat to Perform, usually you're going to get a team. How many, how many people are on your team, Lori? Uh, there's five, six of us, including me. So okay. there's Maggie, Chris Mount, Kim Christensen. Well, no, well, Kim's the honorary customer service. She's right. not with us anymore, but we keep her in the loop. <laughs> Which, um, wait, 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 wait. Kim's not dead. Just to yeah, be clear. No, no, she's not on customer service. So. <laughs> she's, she, she's still with us. She's just yeah, not in customer service. She's not service. with customer service. Okay. We have just... Kim, Kim Beauty, and she's laughing about that. Um, Kim Beauty, Christine Calvert, and who else am I missing? Christine. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think I got all of us. Well, I'm and, and Kim, Kim Beauty is the other our other staff member that is in Australia. So she gets the, the kind of weird times. So whenever you see like Kim or Jordy, like responding, it's usually because you guys are all sleeping. And so, um, they're able to kind of respond to things. I actually did. Um, one of, one of my highlights of the year was, um, going to New York, doing the seminar that we did at CrossFit NYC 
And then um, we hung out with Lori for a day, and Lori actually got to meet my dad. Um, so Lori, tell him a little bit. That of, was the best. Tell him a little bit of what my dad's like. Your dad's a lot like my dad. That's why I thought he was funny. He's very old school. He's just—he had all these funny jokes. Whenever Paul wasn't around, he pulled me aside. He'd be like, "You want to hear another story?" <laughs> Paul would just move towards, you know, just cruising through the Met. Yeah, no. No, he was a really nice. None, none of those stories are true. Just so you know. He, he he did the same thing to me. He did the same thing to me in New York. And whenever we went out for dinner, let me tell you another story. Let me tell you another story. And who does that remind you of? I just anybody in particular? Somebody's no, always telling us stories. I have. I don't know. I have to say, like my dad. Um, so I'm I'm just, I'll, I'll think of a story with my dad. Um, that will be kind of funny because there's no shortage of them. Um, well, I had the one where he said, Your dad was on camera. My dad was, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah. I thought it was funny when he told me the story about the nanny when he was staying with you guys for like a month and then he was leaving and the nanny was like, well, who, who do I talk to? Yeah, yeah. Like, who, who so you want, you want, okay, so I'll tell that story real quick because it's a short one. So I was a professional poker player at this time. And so we had a housekeeper, we had a nanny, and we had a nurse for my um, mother-in-law. And we just hired a new nurse, and she was coming into the house, and she was looking for some sort of direction. And my dad happened to be busy, visiting, so my house was very busy at this time. And so the woman starts asking my dad questions, and my dad's like, I don't know what she's talking about. And so... Um, he then figures out that the woman is looking for me and, you know, she was assuming that, you know, him being the older person was the head of the household. So here I come down the stairs. I'm actually, I, I remember this very well. I was in those pajamas that I come to staff meetings in. Um, oh, man. And I, it, was, it was like four, it was like four o'clock in the evening because I was up playing poker all night which is why we had all those various people um, that, you know, would watch my children and stuff so so they wouldn't be all alone. And uh, my dad's like, yeah, you know, that guy coming down the stairs, you know, with kind of the messed up hair and the pajama pants at 4 o'clock. Yeah, that's your boss. That's the guy in charge here. Um, so that was pretty funny. Um, yeah, no, they um, that was such a really cool trip. I mean, like Central Park. Um, you know, walking through Central Park, that is, you know, when you think of New York, well, there's a, a few things that I think about when I think about New York. One, I think when I went to New York with no money, New York was not fun. <laughs> um, when you go to New York with money, it's a blast, you know. So, um, so the other person that was on the uh, New York trip with me, um, actually saved our butt. Actually, her husband saved our butt. Remember, we had the problem with the, the body fat machine and we figured out really quickly that virtually everyone at the webinar was like there to be body fat tested. You know, they 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 kind of wanted to hear the seminar, which a lot of people have watched the seminar at this point um, that we did, but uh, but they were there to, to, to be body fat tested. And basically, if you listen to the seminar in the background, 
it's April telling people what their body fat testing stuff. But what happened? I did, I did, I did not realize that all that interaction was in there. Um, luckily, Tom is quite handy, like with all kinds of things. Yeah. So he figured it out quick, like that it had to be the cord. Yeah, in the in the shipment, basically, what ended up happening was the um, the cord uh, kind of splintered or whatever, and oh. so so April's husband. Uh, scrambled around New York to go get as a replacement, and luckily it it worked because <laughs> we would have been in in real trouble. I actually have to send you guys that body fat machine for Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, we're, yeah, we're actually going to be in Greensboro, North Carolina, twenty third and twenty fourth. So if you're near us, it looks like there's going to be a lot of people visiting, so that should be fun. Um, Sarah and April are. Um, doing the booth and then I'm going to be tentatively um, it was supposed to be Catherine Adams but um, I don't know she made like a plastic gun joke at TSA or something and and they put her on the no-fly zone so um, so so Laura Kohler um, is stepping in as Catherine's replacement so I'm pretty excited about that um, so we're expecting to have a real good time um, I'm actually going to have Catherine on. She she said she's wearing a toque, which I, I don't even, you know. I, I get... I'll, I'll sign off and she can get on. Okay. Sounds good. And who who else wants to sign on? Because I can just do webinars all the time. So I feel like I'm still I can sign off too at any time. No, 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 no. Like, um, yeah. let's, uh, we, 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 we have to have some hosts in this scenario, but we can replace you guys uh, eventually. Um, so, so Jordy, talk to us a little bit about the traditions that are going on in Australia at this point, because it's summer, right? Yeah. So, well, I don't celebrate Christmas because I'm Jewish. So, right. um, my stepdad isn't though. So we do like Christmaka now. So like a cross between Christmas and Hanukkah. Um, but Christmas here is, yeah, it's summer. So everyone's doing barbecues and going to the beach and it's totally, totally different to what I imagine you guys do. So what'd you get, what'd you get for Hanukkah? Give it up. Come on, let's go. Mm -hmm. And nothing yet. We have a, we're having our like family thing on Christmas day. Okay. So. I gotcha. So does like Santa like water ski in or something? Like... <laughs> Maybe, maybe to the the non-Jewish families. No, we have um, the last few years, my stepdad started living with us. We have a Christmas tree, but when I was growing up, we had the Hanukkah fairy, and the Hanukkah fairy was like the Jewish equivalent of Santa Claus, I guess. So we have the Christmas tree with the Hanukkah fairy on top. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> Cute. So, I want to see a picture of that. So any any other cool any other cool traditions down there? Like 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 give us something that's like a PB, you know, that's like totally weird. Um like Australian Christmas traditions. I don't know. I tend to stay away from that stuff because it drives me a little bit crazy. All the Christmas songs in shops for two months before and all the decoration. I don't know, it drives me mad. I hate it. <laughs> she's like a Grinch. Yeah, she's a George's Grinch. She's like the Australian Grinch. <laughs> I'm not. I have a mini Christmas tree. See? Oh. Okay. So the the when you pull out the mini Christmas tree, does your heart grow like three times three times the size? 
I like having, I like the celebrations and stuff, but just not for two months beforehand. What's the, what's the most popular, like, Hanukkah song? Um, maybe the dreidel one. I'm not going to sing it for you, though. Why not? Uh, that, one is, that one is awesome. Come on. Dreidel, 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 they made it out of clay. Yeah, Didn't it? There you go. See? <laughs> There you go. We used to, to sing that and play with dreidels and eat chocolate money and light candles. Chocolate money? That's like a dream. <laughs> yeah. When I was when I was a kid, my daycare center was at the Jewish Center um, in New Orleans, um, and it's on like Claiborne and St. Charles, I believe. And uh, um, that was my first experience with Hanukkah, and. I got gifts every single day and I was like, this is the best, you know, but when you, when you're a kid, yeah, when you're a kid, like socks is cool, you know? Yeah, well, we used to have my mom when we were little, well, when she was little, her parents never made a big deal out of Hanukkah. So she decided that when she had kids, she was going to make a big deal. So we had for every night of Hanukkah, she would put a present on our bed while we were sleeping. So every, every morning for eight days, we would wake up for an, another present. That's great. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. So and there's five. I want Hanukkah. Can you can you add Kim as a panelist? Uh, Kim yes. Christian. Yep. Hold on one second. So Gina, talk to us about where you're from. Uh, I live in Bend, Oregon. I'm originally from Montana and lived all over the place, but we've settled here. And it's snowy. And Christmassy, nice. and cold. Yeah, you just got back from Disney. Yes, we did. That was, was it fun. Christmas in Disney. Yeah, yeah. Everything was. That's the only tolerable way to do. It's a small world. Is if it's holiday themed. Really. <laughs> Otherwise, you just want to stab yourself in the eye. Now, you, hey, Kim. You were Disneyland, I assume. Yes, over Thanksgiving week. Gotcha. I'm trying to make a bunch of staff yeah. members panelists. So, um, um, Aaron, Aaron is on too. Um, I'm trying to get everybody. Daily. Aaron will sing the dreidel song for us. <laughs> I'll hop out. He can come in. And I'll hop out. So, um, Catherine and and so Catherine and Aaron and Jen is on too. So. All right, but here's the deal, Sarah. So if if I'm if if I'm if I'm trying to get staff on as panelists, then you need to entertain the crowd with your with my stories about you. With the antics, you know. Why am I always the show pony? All the all the things you do in group coaching. Sarah did tell us the story about the meeting where. <laughs> where everything was going smoothly and then all of a sudden you're like what was it you're the, oh, the, the hornet the hornet wait yeah the hornet no. we're on a call new client totally new client and you know like we do in our calls Paul's you know kind of giving you know his spiel and his background there's Aaron Aaron finally Finally, the client has is, is talking a little bit. You know, Paul says, so what do you think about that? 
as the client starts to respond, Paul goes, oh my God, oh my God, you guys. Oh, I got, I got to be right back. I'm not going to believe this. There's a hornet's nest and my, there's a guy and the hornets are all over this guy that's coming to get rid of my hornet's nest. I mean, you guys should have seen it. This hornet's nest was like something from a cartoon. Hold on a second, though. The client, you just said it. You just talked for 15 minutes. The client, you said to the client, now, now, what do you think about that? The guy starts talking. As soon as he starts talking, he's like, hold on a second. I'm not going to believe it. I got to go. Well, like, cut him, huh? They would have liked the feather because they like to kill birds. They don't like to kill birds. Okay, so we have a lot of people on, and so I don't know that a lot of people know that their mic is is going. So I don't know who. We 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 could. Can't, it'll be more fun that way. Yeah, we could potentially run into some feedback issues. That sounds like Lori. So Kim, Kim was one of our uh, all stars when uh, she did the podcast with me a couple weeks ago. Kim, you're from you're from Kentucky or Tennessee or one of those states, right? That's where I live now. I mean, I, I grew up in California, but I live in Tennessee. You don't have a California accent. You have a Tennessee accent. No, I do not. That my daughter is looking at me across the room laughing because that's an awful thing to say. <laughs> Now, your daughter, like if if like furniture needs to be moved and stuff, you you get her to do it because she's she's like super oh, strong. And I'm awful at moving odd objects. Like my husband, like I have no intuition on like which way to turn it. Like I don't help move anything. Yeah, like, who moves the furniture? Not that's you. what I'm saying. Like like we've seen all the videos of Kim's strong daughter. So they uh, she's look if. If my kids had to be on there, hello. What's your name, Kim's daughter? Kim's daughter, Cassie. Cassie, okay. And so, so Jordy wants to know what your PB is. Your your person personal best. Personal best on what? Uh, snatch or clean jerk. Snatch is one ten, sadly. Wish it was one fifteen, but it's not. She wishes it was one fifteen because that's what her mom just got the other day. Oh, I'm a little. <laughs> I have to say, I'm a little disappointed she didn't say it in kilos. That kilos? No, I oh. can't do kilos. That's way too hard. <laughs> you just have to divide by two point two. <laughs> it just seems. It just seems so small. We just, a, we just had a discussion just today on how to convert kilos in your head. Well, no, no. I have a better way to do it. You want to know how you do it? Google.com. How to convert kilos to pounds or pounds to kilos. We have at my gym, we have half of our plates in kilos and the other half in pounds. So really? I've had to learn. Yeah. It gets so confusing when you have like, if you've got a bar and you've got like 10 kilo plates and then 15 pound plates, it gets so confusing to try and work out what the hell you have on the bar. So when you have weights, it goes on the bar. Is that right? But like when you go when you go out to drink, when you go out to drink, where do you go? 
bar. You drive your car to the bar. Okay. So now when Catherine gets on, we'll we'll definitely have some some Canadian Ravinia as well. Okay. <laughs> There's some... That was Catherine. That was Catherine. There... That was so not me. That was not me. <laughs> that was the that was the that was the hamsters that run Catherine's internet um, near the, near the North Pole. Oh. Yeah. Well. So, Kim, so Kim Bunny is here too. I would love to hear her accent. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We... And I don't think that. Do you guys live near each other? Um, no, can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you, Kim. Oh, you can you hear me? Yes. Hello. So, Kim, where do you live? I'm in Plymouth, Western Australia. Okay. Do you have Do you have webcam? I don't know. I think so. How do I turn it on? Um. Well, let's see. Uh, April. Bye, April. I'm in, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump out. Okay, so Kim, oh, you, you jump in. April's festive red tank top. That's like as uh, festive as people got. The red I don't tank think I've got in, but it's saying all spices are taken. Sorry. Yeah, I, I do, know. Have, Kim, I do have the green kombucha to go with the red tank top. Which I'll probably do. Very, very festive. Very festive. Alrighty. Bye, April. Okay, Kim, jump on in. Well, right? Let's see. Oh, there you go. So, so what a lot of people don't realize is that that I would say of the sixty people or so that that you know work with Etherform in some capacity, there's probably only thirty of us that have met in real life. You know, like like I think that the way that we think is that you and Jordy are like BFFs because. You're in Australia, but but Australia is like the size of Canada, right? I mean, like in terms of population. So, like, where do you it's live? Like a five-hour flight from where I live to work in. Wow, that's crazy. We met in person about three weeks ago, though, didn't we? Yeah, Kim came to Melbourne, so we caught up, and she brought me pop tart. Oh, nice. <laughs> that's sweet. How are they? Um, good. The hot fudge Sunday ones aren't so nice though, but the cookie dough ones are good. I don't. Right. I that name. So, how do you guys not just like eat Tim Tams all the time? Oh, I do every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. No Tim Tams. No Tim Tams. Hold on. All eaten. Summer camp. Summer camp. Yeah. Tim Tams is. Like a bed of like. A picture of a bed with like 60 packages on them. And I was like, really, Chris? There's like none left. You know, there's like none left. There's like 60 something packages. Tim Tams. Well, Tim Tams is what carved the, the chasm in Sarah and I's relationship. <laughs> yeah. Um, Listen, Tim Tams are our traditional stocking stuffers because my brother lives in uh, in Australia too. So that's always what they ship back is like boxes of Tim Tams to like put in stockings. Eric, oh, sure. be careful because Paul might call you fat. <laughs> I would not. I would not. Oh, Sarah's... no. Just me. <laughs> I think that's reserved. Yeah, 
No. Don't have another cookie. I just I just didn't want to fill up before my dinner. My mother told me that when I was a kid. Dinner. Don't have another cookie. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Tim Tams are sort of like, um, gosh, they're hard to explain, but they're almost like Kit Kats. Um, no, they're, they're more like an, like a rectangular Oreo that's dunked in chocolate. Yeah. 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 That's oh, so good. Um, so Kim, is it like a single layer or are there multiple layers like a Kit Kat? Yeah, no, it's chocolate. Like Oreos. It is. Yeah, biscuit, then cream, then biscuit, then chocolate. Yeah, they're awesome. The texture to me is like a Kit Kat. Yeah, because it was real light. It yeah. was a real light yeah. cookie type thing. More like wafery. So Kim, yeah. talk to us about like your traditions. Like, like what in the U.S. would we think is weird? Um, uh, right on snow. I don't know. We eat a we eat a lot of actually. My sister and I we eat chocolate for breakfast okay. every Christmas. So I, I think uh, I think um, is that not can I can I just ask you a quick question? Um, will Will you go tanning on Christmas Day? Uh, no, oh no. Well, what what we do basically is we get up in the. I always sleep over at mum and dad's house, and we open our presents in the morning, and then we go to auntie's house by the beach, and um, she has a pool there, so we swim at the pool, and we go to the beach, and we have a massive feed of like a big barbecue and seafood and sausages and roast, just anything and everything. And then, yeah, stuff ourselves silly and we have a nap and then we go to the beach for a walk and try and walk it off. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so now do you guys, um, is movies a thing on? Uh... Uh, no, not so much on Christmas Day. Yeah, on Christmas Day. It's like warm to sit inside and watch movies on Christmas. Yeah. On... Mm, yeah, we can be outside. We all sit outside. Christmas Day, I mean, movies is kind of a big deal here. Our family always goes to a movie. Oh, no. Yeah, maybe Boxing Day. Well, can you make Caitlin a panelist? She's on, but she's muted. Hey, what's Boxing Day? <laughs> um, it's like the equivalent of your guys' Black Friday. We don't have Black Friday, but Boxing Day is... There we go. Sales. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sales. I don't even know why it's called Boxing Day, to be honest. Interesting. So it's literally because of the boxes on the shelves, isn't it? Okay. I don't even know you guys didn't have a boxing day until just now. No, see that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of weird things, right? So I mean <laughs> so so how often do you guys do get boxing day? No, we don't. So how often does you Jackman text you guys? Well, on the daily. <laughs> Wow. Or, or Russell Crowe, right? I mean, that's like... Uh, so, we deleted Russell's number months ago. Okay, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he just sends you those weird texts in the middle of the night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Russell, yeah. you're so annoying. <laughs> the uh, What's uh, what's the, the other gal, the, the redhead lady, Nicole? Talk about his life. Yeah, Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Yeah, not a fan of her. You're not? Me either. See, I, I, see, we think that you guys are like neighbors and stuff, and you go to the coffee shop with her. You know? Sure. So that's, yeah, we think I can go with her. That well. doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, Aaron? So. Can Aaron sing the dreidel song? <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't sing the dreidel song. 
Oh, only if, if Jordy sings it, I can get my little fuzzy kids to come in and sing it with her. No, I Sarah said you would. No, Jordy, Jordy, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good deal. You're you're gonna convince his children to sing the dreidel song. I think you got to do it now. Yes, I can play it. I can find her to play it, but I'm not singing it. No, no, no. Why are you de Why are you denying these children joy? It's not a Christmas party. It's a holiday party. Her last it's name is Milstein. You know? it's a, what did Jordy, what do you guys call it? Chrisonica? Chrisonica. Chrismica. Chrismica party. There you go. All right. So, so Aaron, well, why don't you talk to us? Because I actually met up with Aaron um, in Las Vegas, and we went to Elvis's old apartment, which was very surreal. Um, I mean, that's what everybody does, right? Of course, you know. So we're in the in the basically the top of the old Las Vegas Hilton, which is the Westgate now. And it yeah. was it's really funny because, I mean, in some ways, it's like really super well done, nicely appointed, right? And then you know, there's like artificial turf everywhere and you know it was like it was like this this like really cool combination of wow this is a really cool apparently though the guy was telling us that um when elvis lived there it didn't really look like that it, he was way more into purples and stuff right yeah so it's like broken up into like right now that top floor is broken up into like three fifteen thousand square foot suites yeah. And it used to be the entire floor was his apartment. And uh, so I think we went through two of them. But, yeah, I love it because it's like my favorite spot in Vegas because it's, it's just, like, so gaudy and exactly what you think of when you think of, like, old Las Vegas, like, lots of pink and lots of, like, gold leaf and, like, murals on the ceilings and stuff. It's pretty wild. Okay, so I have a, I have a true-to-life question for you. Okay, okay, so you slept in the suite. What I want to know is if you woke up drenched in peanut butter and bananas i mean it's only right when you stay in that suite i think you know so. <laughs> right <laughs> no we definitely have to do an eat to perform get together you know um in that suite because that would be a blast i mean if you've not been to the the westgate or the old las vegas hilton the place is a total dive except for this one area and this yeah. one area is just really super nice there's somebody talking in the background. Talk about podcast magic, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Kim, explain to Jordy and 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 Kim um, what kind of strange things they do in Tennessee for Christmas or Chrisonica. What strange things do they do in Christmas? Would they do anything strange in Tennessee? Right. I don't know. All right, okay. We'll do, do, do anything strange. Apparently, I'm going to be the one with all the stories. So, in Louisiana, okay, there is a um, Gaston. He's an alligator. Is anybody familiar with Gaston the alligator? Right? So, Gaston is like the Rudolph. Right? And so there's Santa, and Santa lives in a bayou. And basically, in Louisiana, they make these gigantic bonfires 
um, all along the Mississippi River. It's like really beautiful. I mean, it's like a it's like a big gigantic tradition, and essentially it leads Santa into the bayou to get all the toys to all the the kids. And so when I moved to Minnesota, I talked my my wife and her family into doing New Orleans themed Christmas. And we did um, a bonfire so Santa would know to come to that house. And here we are 27 years later, and we still do the bonfire. Hey. How's that, Kim? See, I just I just beat you. You don't have this one of those? This is Tennessee. The only thing that people do is mandatory is go to church. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's the South. Christmas means church. Yeah, so so how long is, is church in Tennessee, um, Kim? It, re- it really varies. You either have like three-point sermon where you're in and out in an hour. Like you know it. Like every sermon, three points. You sing two hymns, three points. You know, that's it. In, out, in an hour. Or like like you're, you're there all day. Because so, there's no like real in between. You're either like in and out in a three point sermon in an hour, or you're there for like lunch. That's the other things like other you have lunch after. So when I lived in Mississippi, we went to a Baptist church, and not only did did we go to church for like six hours, but we also went to church on Wednesday for like four hours. Yeah, yeah, Wednesday night. Wednesday night. That's right. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot of sinning that, that, that needs to be prayed for in Mississippi. I'm just putting that out there. The, uh, but no. Yeah, the, well, Tennessee's not exempt, my friend. Yeah, I suppose. But yeah, no, that's a lot of church. I'm just putting that out there. Yeah. Um. So, okay, so... I need some people to leave so more more people can be introduced to everyone. But I appreciate everybody being here. Once again, um, Jordy. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. Jordy was the one that came up with the idea. Jordy moved down here now. Um, Jordy was the one that came up with the idea for this, which I think is um, a really good idea. I also want to try and get... Um, okay, here's James. I can get off if someone else wants to jump on. I can get off. I can get off too. How many people do you have waiting in the wings? Um. Well, let's see. We've got... I know Caitlin's there, but she's cooking dinner. So. Gotcha. I can. Um. I can come on if you want. Yeah. Let's try. Let you know. Let's try and introduce you to everyone. So. Oh, and David. David's got a baby to show. Let me hop off. Oh we yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta see the baby. Okay. Um, so Caitlin is, um, Kate. Okay. So Dave, we got to hold David back here cause everybody's going to go baby crazy here in a second. But, um, so, so Caitlin, um, is from Boston. Um, she was actually, I think, oh, well, okay. We're holding off Caitlin. Oh, sweet. Congratulations. So let me see. Is, is there red hair on that baby? Uh, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> All right. Aww. Oh, my goodness. Aww. He's beautiful. Six and a half pounds. 
Can you not hear me? Uh, just under seven pounds. Okay, there we go. And what's his or her name? That would be Dalton James. Okay. And which is a weird name for a girl, but we'll go with it. Um, so, David, where where do you where do you live? Um, about twenty minutes east of Dallas. Okay, so we'll try not to hold that against you. Um, there's a you know, being a, a kid from Louisiana, it is always tough, like living next to Texas, because I don't know if you're familiar with this. What now? We're having a hard time hearing David or him hearing us, I think. But just keep going to pictures of the the baby, and I think we're good. So, David, what's your what's your wife's name? My wife is Tracy. Okay. And so, how about how about those cowboys? <laughs> Actually, you know the biggest cowboy fan on the staff is Lori Walsh, which I, I don't I don't totally get why, but um. So, so yeah, I they, am a Cowboys fan. I'm sorry. Well, we have one left. I don't, but I can bring that one back. Lori, how did that happen? I was born and raised a Cowboys fan. My dad was one, so it was kind of like you know, no, no choice there. Right. That must be weird. You well, know, that's living near all those Giants fans. <laughs> this is good. This is gonna make for the absolute best podcast ever. <laughs> Just get a glimpse of our staff meetings, you know. Yeah. The um. Well. Yeah. No. <laughs> there's infinitely less yelling though. Uh, really, I thought I would get more laughs than that. I really, I really, I really felt like I could get more laughs on that one. So there's a baby. There's, there's little Dalton. I wish that you could send baby smells through the webinar. Well, the worst thing about yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't wish that. Actually, I don't wish that at all. No, but you. I love the baby smells. Even the. Yeah, like the, the tops of their heads. They smell so nice. I don't know. I feel like they just smell like dirty diapers. No. It's not. It's not totally like that. So, so I do have a cool. I do have a cool baby story. Um. So, when I started college in Minnesota, there was a college called Metro State, and they were just starting off. And uh, one of the the appeals of this college was that you could do a lot of internships. Um. And once again, we've got. Podcast magic happening. Caitlin is trying to challenge David to a duel, right? So the cuteness of the baby versus the heaviness of Caitlin's cat. Um, so that is one fluffy cat. Um, Just because I'm scrunching her neck. She's not really that fluffy. What's your cat's name? Latte. Latte? Yeah. Okay. My cat's name is Latte, and she doesn't even drink coffee. Yeah, that's, I, that's why I was asking. 
She doesn't drink coffee at all. It looks like a latte. So, so basically, I was at the school, and um, one of the benefits was that you could do internships to graduate. And so I did like tons of internships, and we were about to have a child in the next couple of years. And so uh, I had like a fear of holding children. And so I interned at this uh, place called the Crisis Nursery in Minneapolis. And basically the Crisis Nursery was if you were um, a parent and you had you were in crisis, right? You could, you could go here and, and leave your child for the weekend and you know clear up the the mess that was going on in your life i'm probably not describing it very well um but it was a really needed service and it was um it was something that was just a privilege to do and if i you know um i really need to make sure to get back there and and kind of donate you know a lot of cool stuff to those guys because they made a major impact on my life but right towards the end of the internship um, I got comfortable. My role in, at the crisis nursery was that I would take the older kids that were like six to eight. And then what we would do is we would throw on boots and we would look for puddles. And so, so we would just jump through puddles. So that was kind of a fun thing. So towards the end, I started getting very comfortable holding the babies, but the, uh, there were, there was this whole group of ladies that were called the grandmothers and they had a whole rocking chair and they would rock the babies to sleep. And um, the grandmothers found out that I had not changed the diaper in the three months that I worked there. For the next two weeks, I changed every single diaper oh that could. So I got a lot of training to change diapers. So David, I'm assuming that that's, uh, you're gonna, you're gonna <laughs> just nonstop diapers all the time. Is that not how it works? So David's blog, um, <laughs> once again. Baby. Oh, look at the baby <laughs> smiling. So David, your blog is 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 what? No second breakfast. Um, and so uh, that's actually kind of an interesting thing because they they you know David was journaling his first part. And uh, I don't know how active you've been to keep it up lately. Um, none. Right. It's actually, I'm, I've been redesigning it, and I'm trying to get it done by the end of the year, but. But there you go. Hopefully, the end of the year. So, for those of you that don't know, um, Chris Dietz, who is one of the moderators um, and coaches for Eat to Perform, has been making videos um, to train David on being a father. <laughs> and the videos are hilarious. We put them on the main Facebook page. And it's uh, basically Chris's daughter doing all manner of weird things. Um, and Chris explaining to David that that's what he was in for soon. I will tell you a little secret, David. Um, I feel like I met my wife yesterday. Um, that is how much I love my wife. I feel like I've had children since the day I was born. <laughs> like, 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 
Keep that relationship with your wife. But I'm telling you, I cannot remember what it was like to not have children. Right. Um, so um, it is definitely a blessing to have children. But I'm telling you, it is it is surely a lot of work. Yeah, our, our 16th anniversary is coming up on Friday. So it's it's been a while. Now, is that 16 of marriage or 16 since you've known each other? Married. Oh, wow. And 19, I, 19 that we've known each other. Yeah, see, I tell my wife that all the time. Like, um, all the time before we were married, that didn't count, right? She didn't sign up for the lifetime plan. You can't, you can't say that, you know, <laughs> you hooked the winner, right? You didn't. You know, you didn't sign up for that lifetime plan. So, so anyway, so we were talking to Caitlin. Caitlin works out at CrossFit New England, which in, in the CrossFit world is kind of a big deal. Um, you know, we do kind of get this bad reputation. I know a lot of us CrossFit, David, you're, you're not a CrossFitter, right? You do mostly powerlifting type stuff now? Uh, David. Oh. Um. No, we do we do a lot of cross. It's, I mean, it's CrossFit, but we do a lot of strength training first. Okay, I got you. So, so Caitlin works out at CrossFit New England. If you're in the CrossFit world, Ben Bergeron's kind of a big deal. He coached uh, Rich Froning. Um, who won the CrossFit Games? What was her name this year? Katrin. Yeah, yeah, Katrin. Squatted with her today, actually. Oh, did you? Yeah. That had She's to here. that had to be humbling. Um, it's. At this point, she's here so often that she's just another one of us. So, yeah, that's really cool. They, um, but Ben, Ben worked with Rich Froning. Um, you know the no, no, Matt Fraser. Right, but he's 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 definitely had some relationships with Rich Froning in the past. Yeah, I don't know that he was ever actually a coach. His coach, okay, but I got he you. does work with Matt. Yeah. Yeah. So, but but. You know, we talked to Ben a little bit this year, and I, I thought he coached, like, a ton of CrossFit Games athletes, but he, he really focuses on, like, you know, a small group of elite-type people. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about uh, Caitlin – so can, can you talk a little bit about your injury and how that happened? Yeah, so I was uh, – it was back in the end of February. Um, we were doing – we were squatting and then we were doing some like heavy rack walkout. So load up like 400 pounds on the bar, walk it out, do a quarter squat, walk it back in. Um, so I had a barbell on my back that had maybe like 375 or 400 pounds on it. Um, and the girls on the platform next to me were doing the same thing, but they were done. And uh, one of the girls was counting the plates to figure out how much weight was on her bar. And she pulled off all the plates on one side of the bar and not the other. And the full end flipped out of the squat rack and landed on my foot and shattered my first metatarsal. Um, So I uh, was told that I was extremely lucky because the the empty end of the barbell flew like six inches in front of my face. And I had like 400 pounds on my back. So if it had gotten me in the head, then um, it probably would have killed me. So I was lucky to get away with a broken foot, but um, I was in a bar with that hanging on one side. What? Yeah, simple physics. It was a stupid mistake. So I uh, I was in a plaster cast for 
probably three and a half months. And um, I was also lucky because it, the bone, I'll have to find the, um, extra, the picture of the x-ray and post it in plot, but the bone was broken into about five pieces. But um, even after walking on it for two days, because I'm stubborn um, and didn't want to believe that there was anything wrong, uh, none of the none of the pieces were displaced, so I never ended up having to have surgery. But I was in plaster for like three and a half months um, on crutches for like four and a half. Um, so now it's been about ten months, and I'm finally starting to feel better again. <laughs> there you go. So this is the um, <laughs> Granite Games. I still have their uh, plaque from the Granite Games, and so that was the team that Jordy, Caitlin, and Leone. Leone is is likely very fast asleep at this point. Um, it's, it's I think, 1 a.m. right now in, uh, in London. So. so we need to get more people on the call. David has left, and he took his baby. Um, so everybody's going to be sad about that. But. So let's see. I know Chris Dietz is going to have to be on the call. Catherine Adams, everybody. There he is. There he is. So, so Chris, explain to me all of the – oh, there, there's some Tim Tam action. Uh, now, are those, are those U.S. Tim Tams or are those the real deal? These are the real deal. Dark chocolate Australian Tim Tams. Now, explain the difference – because people think that they can go to like whatever it is, like Walmart, and get Tim Tams, but they're not like the real Australian Tim Tams. No, they eat different ingredients. Yeah. So, like, I believe they don't use things like high fructose corn syrup in Australia for Tim Tams like they do here. Okay. That, that is probably the main difference. Um, other than that, I'd have to go pull out the, because uh, I have both versions here in my study. <laughs> it's mainly in the ingredients. One of, one of the, um, if you've ever seen like any of Chris's workout videos, he has the ETP Platinum plaque, similar to the one that I just showed you guys for the ETP Aussie Invasion. Um, but one of the most hilarious scenes, there was really way too many people at the ETP booth, many of whom, you know, work for ET Reform, but also were friends and family and stuff like this. And so, like, people were having trouble getting to the booth. We had so many people there. But de de Chris definitely caught more than a few eyes um, after the workouts when he'd be eating Oreos. And, yeah. and then I would have gummy bears and I'd be passing out gummy bears. And I mean, like everyone was like super freaked out. They they, they didn't know what to think of of the whole eat perform thing. So, um, but she okay. was gonna hop on the AKA Matt Damon. So I'm just letting you know that you can add her as a panelist when she comes on. Oh, uh, I, I don't I don't believe you. I think you're punking us. Um, <laughs> she just messaged me, but I figured since I was still here, I could. I can let you know. What was funny was Teresa was talking at the same exact time that you yeah. were talking, but Teresa was muted. So I, I was like wondering what kind of sorcery you guys were pulling off. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. 
That's very funny. <laughs> yes. Um, so I will. I will. Keep, I will keep an eye. So my question is: Did he get more looks eating Oreos at the Granite Games, or did he get more looks when he took his shirt off at the Women's Expo here in Minnesota? Oh, that. That was. <laughs> I'm just saying. That that was hilarious. So. So we go to this women's expo, which there wasn't really a lot of people there, right? Pretty much everyone was like an exhibitor. And um, we had a body fat machine, which is hilarious. Because if you look at the contrast of the two events, at the women's expo, literally no one wanted to be body fat tested. Um, at the Granite Games, everybody wanted to be body fat tested. Um yeah. And so uh, Chris came to meet us at the Women's Expo, and uh, you know he ended up measuring his body fat because I think you were just finishing up like a performance-focused fat loss at that point, and that's when we yep. that's when we figured out one week one week off. Yeah, and that's when we figured out that you gained five pounds um, in a deficit, which was pretty interesting. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the um, I don't know. Do I have I have Catherine. In, she's on. Andre's on. And we have to go to piano lesson. Is Catherine on? Okay, uh, I'm gonna hop off so she can get on. All right, sounds good. I think, so I think she had a lesson. She may or may not be on right now. Okay, so so we have two new people to introduce. We have Chris and Teresa. Um, Chris probably doesn't need as much introduction as Teresa, but neither of them need very much introduction because they're very active. Now, when we say keep saying slot, what we're referring to is Science Lab off topic. And if you know you're an each performer, like you definitely know what Science Lab off topic is. But if you're listening to this crazy podcast and you've gotten this far, you probably don't know what Science Lab off topic is. And it's basically the social side. And normally, so like the best the best way to explain it is if it's a piece of pizza, if it's a PR, or if it's your dog, then it should be in slot. So um, let's see, I just lost you guys. For a celebration. Yeah. Hats exactly. on the back, attaboys, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's sort of fun. So, so Chris, talk a little bit about because you've you've been doing Eat Reform for three years. Um, you started as a coach here this year, um, mm-hmm. leaving your job and and kind of coming on to work with us. So, talk a little bit about what that year's been like. <laughs> uh, crazy, <laughs> like it's um. It's strange how you want something to happen and you think about it and you, and you kind of work for that. But then when it actually happens, you're not at all prepared for it um, to what actually occurs when, when that happens. But, um, that's my two-year-old. <laughs> um, I, w- I was in the real estate industry, um, spent eight years doing that, uh, title research. Um, it was something I enjoyed, but was never my career as far as something I wanted to do. I kind of fell into it, but um, weightlifting, uh, powerlifting, and nutrition has been my passion for since I was in high school, even. Um, but I finally had the opportunity to follow through with it. Um, I was a member first, um, saw great results using the performance methods. Um, Matt Flax and then the Wave Method um, both have been. 
fantastic for me. And when the opportunity arose, I offered it and I took it. Um, and it, it can't look back. It, it, it's been crazy, but great. Um, an entirely new experience and something I'm still looking forward to continuing as we go forward here into the new year. Um, what I don't think that a lot of people realize, and we'll talk a little bit about it with Teresa, because those will be fun stories too. Um, but what I don't think a lot of people realize is that we're kind of a startup, you know I mean? And so, you know, pretty much, you know, everyone's sort of like these chess pieces, you know, that we move. Um, and so one of the, the cool things, and we haven't really talked about it a lot, and I'm not going to really talk about it now because because we're still kind of developing the idea a little bit for everyone but chris and Catherine have actually moved to um the meal planning because we we we're trying to emphasize that in a big way and there's a lot of cool things coming to meal planning that you guys don't know about yet but um pretty much every wednesday uh we meet with like a core group of of people and then of course you know, if you if you're in the meal planning group, it's just a nice way to um, find ideas related to, to meals and stuff like that. But I think uh, in general, when you're a small business, a lot of the times, you know, you hear about, you know, this business started off and then grew. If you look at the difference, I mean, Jordy, do you remember the month you started? Um, I think it was October last year. Okay. So Jordy would have started right before, um, the holiday season last year. We had seven people. Oh, wait. Uh, yeah. As, as staff, you mean, right? Not yeah. as a member? Yeah. And so, um, so she would have started as a staff member. That would have been basically about seven people deep. And then now we're at like 60, you know? And so uh, the differences between Eat to Perform when Jordy and, and Chris was starting to come on, because I think Chris would have been, you know, probably 13, something like that. Because we went from like, we went from like 13 to 50, like really quickly. <laughs> All the Tim Tam, oh, there's still Tim Tams up. Um is Bill she... is on, by the way. What now? Bill is on. <clears throat> you just have to make her a panelist. Uh, I can get off if Jill wants to get on. Oh, um, hold on. Let me let me let me make Jill a panelist. See, this is gonna ruin the whole thing. Though. Like, the whole Matt Damon thing is gonna be lost. So, all right. Once again, thank right, you, I'll, Jordy, for coming up I'll with this great on. idea. Um. Chrisonica, this is our Chrisonica show every year from now on. How about that? Um, we'll get ourselves we'll get ourselves a nice Chrisonica bush, and uh, we'll make it a habit. Does anybody watch the show The Goldbergs? Um, I love that show. That's hilarious. Um, Kim, you're muted. It's a little star of the hour. So I'm. We've got Jill, but no webcam. Is that the idea? 
She said she can't hear you. She said, My friends. Now I can't hear. Are you eating are you eating Tim Tams? She's typing, hang on. She she can't hear. I don't know. Technical difficulties. Once again, riveting podcast action. You know what yeah, I wonder. And that Damon lives on. You, you know what I wonder is uh, if on like one of these other nutrition, like I, I just wonder if like Melissa Hartwig right now has you know images of her staff with their kids all eating candy canes and Tim Tams. <laughs> I I have a feeling that would not. My kids not having Tim Tams. What now? Unfortunately. What'd you say, Kim? I said, unfortunately, there'll be no video of my kids and I eating Tim Tams. I know. Yeah, I didn't get any Tim Tams either. What the hell? I got Japanese Kit Kats, so thank you, Sarah Willen. I'll bring a whole suitcase to summer camp and everyone will get some. I promise. Yay. Except Chris. Except Chris. He's got the whole thing stocked up. Um, so, so Teresa, so Teresa came on, I'm just trying, you know, what was funny is, um, uh, we had, uh, we had another person that worked for Eat to Perform that was doing, oh, there's Jill. She's in like a, a Japanese tea restaurant or something. Um, she's, she's in a club maybe. I don't know. I'm expecting Drake, Drake in the background or. You know, she's she's doing that kind of thing. Maybe a little, maybe a little. Um, Can't hear you. You're muted. Jill is muted. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can hear you now. So, so, so for those people that don't know Teresa, basically we were looking for someone to kind of help with like email design type stuff, things of that nature. Um, we certainly never imagined the force of nature that is <laughs> is Teresa. Um, and so literally I can't imagine virtually anything that 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 the most out there ideas Teresa's like, yeah, we can do it. Totally. We can totally do it. You know? Um I've actually met her husband at a a, a restaurant about 20 miles from our house so I could deliver the books that we signed so then they could mail them out and stuff like that. So, you know, once again, I don't know that, that, you know, that's kind of the magic behind all the stuff that sort of happens, you know, with each reform. So, so yeah. So, yeah. So, but Teresa, Teresa, um, Jimmy and myself, we're kind of like the marketing people. And so um, we do a lot of the um, ideas, you know, if you've bought anything, you did so probably because of the email campaigns or the Facebook ads that, that we put out. Um, and, you know, we're still trying to figure that out. Like one of the things that uh, someone said about us that I think rings true um, and I probably drive Teresa and Jimmy crazy with this, but we're often laying the road 
right before we walk on it. Um, and so that that was an example of our that was an example of our meeting this morning. What I think that's that's sort of interesting is a lot of the things that you guys see. Um, I'm trying to remember how did Lifetime come about. I, I felt like that, that was Lori's idea. That was Lori, yeah. That was Lori. That yeah. was Lori. Yeah, so Lori mentioned that in in a in a meeting, and we were like, okay, yeah, that sounds like a good idea, you know, whatever. Um, and literally, um, two weeks later, we sold fourteen hundred lifetime memberships. You know, which if you look at um, slot has 6,700 people. So basically 25% of slot bought a lifetime membership all for the wombats apparently. Um, so, but yeah, no, and we've actually had a second run and I think that we, so we're up to about 2000 lifetime members right now. Um, and so that was kind of interesting, but that's an example of the kind of thing that, you know, Teresa's asked to pull off like, and Jimmy. Yeah. And Jimmy. Jimmy can't be here tonight. And he is absolutely the other half of this, or the, the other third, I guess, of this team. Because he can't be on, and I wish he could, because he does so much. And he deserves so much credit. So, yes. yeah, we're kind of that triune court of three, if you will. Well, what's interesting about, about Jimmy or James um, is that he was actually, um, it was me and him. It was me and him for a long time. You know, um, and basically we would make like three articles a day, which all those articles were really shitty. Um, there was there was a couple of them that were really good, though, and we still use some of those articles today, like the the five beginners tips that you see with the, the flames. We probably wrote that maybe two weeks into Eat the Reform that that article is is that old. Um, some of our gradually awesome stuff that we're sort of bringing back, um, is, you know, we wrote that very early on. And, um, so, so that's kind of interesting. Um, anything that you can think of, you know, kind of going forward to Teresa, cause I, I think that we're, we've been talking about behind the scenes, um, are things that are going to happen in 2016, Chris is very involved with some of that. Um, I really think that you guys are going to be blown away by what we're able to do. Um, just to give you a little hint, um, one of the things that we've been criticized for, not necessarily criticized, but gyms in general often point to the fact that you know, they use paleo because, you know, it's a list of foods and you eat these foods or you don't eat these foods and it makes it easy for gym owners. So we have a much better version of that coming soon. That'll be even more helpful for you guys and also for gym owners. But I've said too much. <laughs> um, you guys will see more of that stuff in the next couple weeks definitely before the end of the year and uh it's really super exciting and I, I you know i think one of the things that 
I mean, we should probably talk about this, right? Because it's it's it was a big deal. Um, when we first did the Eat to Perform Open, which was four events, we did not have um, slot as an example. Slot was slot did not exist. Um, we made that group for the people that were competing in the Eat to Perform Open, and so. Um, what happened was, is there was about 100 to 125 people that joined that group really quickly. And what's sort of interesting is there's some things that I've been involved with where you just know right from the beginning that that is a really good idea. And um, the, the eForm Open group became the Science Lab Off-Topic group. And even though we've, we've, <laughs> we've had good times and bad times with Slot, you know, in general, it's where Eat Reform goes to have a good time. And most people um, talk about how they enjoy that much more than they do their regular feed. What I don't think you guys realize is oftentimes people will say to me, you're in my head. You know, how did you know that? Well, I know that because we talk to you guys through coaching. We read your posts on slot. And so if somebody has a problem, I will often go, well, I know the answer to that. Let me write an article about it. That's what, speaking about what Jimmy and I used to do, what a lot of you guys don't know, I mean, Jill would be the only one that would probably remember back to that point. But there used to be messages on the Facebook page. So people could message me, um, which was obscene. It was obscene. I mean, it was it was crazy. We had we had comments on the blog. Um, we were saying something that really nobody had heard in a in a general population type way. And so, I mean, I remember, you know, one of the things that I remember was posting the Coldplay song, the video for the Coldplay song "Fix You," um, and I I was I was like literally like sitting in front of my computer with tears in my eyes going, I, I want to help people. But like we were just so inundated. I mean, you can sort of see me getting choked up, you know, right now. I mean, I don't, I've never, I've been involved with a lot of really cool stuff. I've never been involved with anything as overwhelming as each perform and the demand that people, um, I, I had no idea that you know there was the kind of thirst out there for understanding basic exercise physiology because you know what i don't think we don't we all realize i mean i'm seeing all this stuff related to like fat blockers and carb blockers and and all this kind of stuff as a guy i mean chris i don't know if you get this stuff i don't get that stuff very much so when when we started with Eat to Perform, I think that it was sort of like watching ESPN. I started writing about my stuff, right? And then people were like, well, does this apply to women? And I was like, well, yeah, you know, I'm talking to Elizabeth Akinwale over here and then Nanny Aran over here. And, you know, we had we had a lot of interest, um, you know, from Olympic lifters and, and stuff like that. And that was a little bit how... Um, Jill kind of came in. So Jill, why don't you talk a little bit about kind of your early memories of Eat to Perform because you, you've, you've been, 
when we say that Jill or, or when we say that Jordy mentioned there was seven to eight people when she first started, Jill was one of the one of the first people. We referred to we refer to those people as the OGs, the original gangsters. Original gangsters, yeah. Um, no, I've been with you from the beginning, and um, you know, Lori and I came to eat to perform from a very I won't name the program, but very, very low, low carb, uh, with a weekly carb up and, uh, it was not making us feel very good. And so we saw you on your Facebook page and <clears throat> we were like, this is it, you know, we can, we can eat carbs again and not feel bad about it. So, um, I was on board from day one. I was ready and I never looked back. It was great. Yeah. So, so talk a little bit about like, you know, because what a lot of people don't realize is that we you we started with a Facebook page. Um, yeah. Because we started, well, we started from Facebook page, and we were one of the original Facebook groups. There, were, there was no Facebook group, so we were like, hey, we'll start a Facebook group. And um, that was a train wreck. <laughs> right? I mean, it was. It was. It was. It was hard to answer all the questions. It was hard to, you know. I mean, the forums at least will keep things organized, but I think the Facebook page was just a lot of people asking questions and were really excited by it. So it started there and, you know, it just has blown up since then. And a lot of, uh, a lot of changes, but a lot of, you know, evolution throughout the process. So um, the original Facebook page was a train wreck, but, you know, it led us to what we are now, which is great. Yeah, I think that, you know, in some ways, you know, it's, it, it is, it is a very big responsibility from my standpoint. I have to tell you guys, I always thought it was going to be like this. Not, not from the perspective, not from the perspective of, not from the perspective of, I could have imagined 1.3 million or, or 60 people. Um, but I wouldn't have done anything if I didn't think that this was possible, right? So when I first started um, doing Eat to Perform, I did have the idea that it could be something that would take a lot more responsibility because, I mean, we went from like zero to 100,000 like in the first month. And so I remember saying to my wife, Cause I've been involved with the, with a few other, you know, things that had this kind of trajectory, but they were more fad based, you know, being, um, you know, a business related to fat loss and fitness and things of this nature. It's obviously got a lot more staying power. At, at that point, I was living a very comfortable life. You know, um, I, I didn't have, a ton of responsibilities, uh, you know, in general, my poker playing days was sort of over. I was getting fit. Um, and the, the idea of like building a company, if you've never done it before, you don't know what it's like. And if you don't know what it's like, you don't know that it's not all joy. You know, it's not all fun. It's mostly fun, you know, I have to say, like, I think that 
we can all relate to this one thing that I'm about to say. It's always fun talking to the clients. That's always fun. I think every single one of us could relate to the fact that um, the the daily work that we do behind the scenes, that stuff kind of sucks, you know. And we we wouldn't want to do it if it wasn't for the interaction with you guys, you know. But being in spreadsheets, you know, calculating TDs, um, you know, doing Facebook ads, um, you know, I'm I'm right now going through a course that I, honestly I just want to like stick forks in my eyeballs. It's just not fun. Um, but that you know that's what it is, right? Um, and that is the payoff. And you know, one of the things that I think is you can look at. I really think slot was was sort of like one of the transitions that that we made you know you you when you're kind of transitioning from just like a facebook page and kind of a fun thing to an actual business um you know there's accountants involved there's you know all the all the stuff like that but there's also like like putting processes in place and i'm not like the best process person um anybody that's been in one of our staff meetings knows what i'm talking about um but yeah so so jill talk a little bit about how how you train because you live in detroit right i do i live in detroit um i'm a power lifter so when i first started eat to perform i was doing olympic lifting and uh I decided to change it up, and so uh, for the past year and a half, almost two years, I've been powerlifting. So being able to eat this way has been great for me. You know, I've been able to um, put on some good muscle, and at my age, that's not easy. And uh, I've been uh, doing competitive powerlifting for the past year and a half. It's been great. Jill, how old, um, are, how old are you, Jill? I'm, <laughs> I'm 50. I mean, fifty. Turn I, fifty in September. I Thanks do, for that, Paul. Well, no, I think I I think that that's important for people to hear, right? I mean, like, if you look at this call, right? There's a lot of people represented. You know, Chris is a, Chris is a younger guy. I'm almost fifty myself. Um, so I, you know, Jordy's twenty six. Caitlin, Caitlin, what are you? Twenty eight. Twenty seven. Twenty seven. So I mean, there's a lot of different types of athletes that are represented on the e-perform staff the one thing that i'm probably most proud of and i really i really think that in 10 years when we're a competitor to some of the biggest brands in fat loss people are going to look back and go the reason why they succeeded is because every staff member on there does eat to perform every single day of their life. There is no other diet that can say that, right? And of course we know we're not really a diet per se, you know, and there's a lot of things that go, you know, in on that conversation. Um, but in general, you know, it always sort of bothers me when people say, um, do I have to be a CrossFitter or do I have to be a power lifter? Because I didn't start off like that, you know, um, basically 
I was kind of in for about 10 years, sort of stuck in that, you know, I just can't figure this out. And I knew that I, you know, I couldn't under eat and exercise. So I chose not to exercise. And then when I reversed that and said, well, okay, I'm going to, going to, um, exercise and then eat an adequate amount for what I do. And, and that's ultimately how I figured it out. Obviously I figured it out with the help of Mike Nelson and Brad Dieter and, you know, like high level PhD type people. And that's the kind of information that we bring to you guys. We also, you know, if you look at the Eat Perform staff, I mean, pretty much every single person is going off the information that that we're getting and we're evolving all the time and that bothers some people the it bothers some people that something we would have said three years ago is slightly different than today it shouldn't you should want to evolve you should want to be better i can tell you that the stuff we were saying three years ago was really good but it's not as good as what we say today right and it's not as good you know I think that one of the things that gets lost in the process is just, you know, the individual, you know, kind of deal, right? Where, you know, a 74-year-old female doesn't have the same needs as a 24-year-old CrossFit Games athlete, you know. The one thing that actually does concern me, you know, with the people that come in and they're like just so, so super active, you know, it always concerns me, like, what's going to happen to those people when they're 82? You know what I mean? Like, you've got to be able to sort of adjust to that, you know. Were there any, um, do you remember any stories from way back when? Because obviously, as we've moved, you know, I mean, I, I moved the cheese on you guys, Jill, for a lot of the, <laughs> for the last three years. Yeah, but it's been evolving, you know, and it's always good. You know, I think that um, that you have to admit that you're going to evolve with the times, and if you're going to be finding new information, that's what's great about Eat to Perform. It's not something that doesn't change, that, you know, we, we work with so many clients, and we try to pick what's best and what's the latest. So, you know, I think it's a, it's a good thing that we've evolved, that we're not just stuck in a certain template that, you know, we can't get out of. So it's good. Yeah, I think the other... And I think also, all of us are different. You know, I'm 50. I've got three kids. I've got a job that has me travel. Um, as you can see, I'm in a hotel right now. This is not my house. So, you know, I can do Eat to Perform. I, you know, can power lift. I can travel all the time and still stick to the plan. And I think if I was doing something really restrictive or too rigid... I couldn't succeed because I couldn't live my life. Yeah, I don't think most people succeed in, in that, you know, in that way. You know, I think one of the things that's sort of interesting thinking back to all the success stories of the people that, um, you know, we were talking to three years ago. I remember, okay, okay, so there was a couple things early on that a lot of people don't know. One, I was really against recipes. Do, do you guys remember that? Like, I, I really did not like recipes um, because I thought they were too complicated. And I felt like it made things a lot harder for people 
And I caved on that, you know, and I think I was right to cave on that because, you know, the, you know, the one thing I do try to do is I try to, to hear feedback and, and kind of implement, you know, even though it might not be something that I, I necessarily believe in. The other thing I was really against, and Jill will probably remember this um, more than, than just about anybody else, I was really against before and afters. Um, I really did not like the idea of before and afters. I was just going to say that. I was going to get my list of things up. You were against. The, what'd she say? Before and afters were big. Yeah. You did yeah. not want to do those. Well, the reason why I didn't like before and afters is because I wanted people to take a long-term approach. You know, um, but I changed my mind on that too. And I remember, um, shoot, I can't, uh, Lisa Cartwright, uh, that she was the first person. And what I think about Lisa Cartwright is that I see her now on Facebook and she's not like an active member on, of Eat the Reform. I mean, some of what we, we used to be, um, you know, has, has changed fundamentally, but, but I see her in pictures with her family and, you know, she's still doing great. There's so many people that graduated from Eat to Perform, right? They, they've, they've like, okay, cool. I get to eat food and I get to work out. This is awesome. See you guys later. I can speak for all of us. We love that, you know? Um, and I would, I would assume that there's probably a lot of people that have friended you guys on Facebook as well. Um, that, you know, you've seen, they've sort of kind of figured it out a little bit and, you know, they're not as active as they used to be. They used to ask a lot of questions. I mean, don't you think it's amazing the people that come in and they're just like scared as all get out two, three weeks in and then three months later, they're like the biggest advocate. You know, we were able to kind of break through that wall. You know, there, there's always that early period that once people get over that, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's helpful. I don't know what's going on with Jill, but. I think a lot of those people are on this webcast right now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's a good point. You know, a lot of, uh, if you look at, you know, um, how we hire our staff, you know, basically, you know, the people that, you know, we're all in were the people that we hired, you know, um, they're the best examples for all of you guys. And then if they have obviously an interest in what we're doing, you know, we, um, you know, I always say this to Kim, I, I met Kim in Minnesota. She was, she was here, um, for a family reunion in, um, in right outside of Mankato and which is about 45 minutes from my house. And, uh, you know, I was telling Kim, I was like, you know, you carry the banner for a lot of people, you know? And, um, and I think that's kind of cool. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. I mean, Nicole's on, um, let's see. We haven't seen Nicole. We haven't seen... I can get up. I'll jump off. Let's see. Jen. I want to know what Caitlin is saying. Yeah. Oh, I'll eat dinner. Well, I, all I have left... All I have left right now is a sweet potato, but... Caitlin eats the same food every day. She eats the same food, and then... She's been down. She's, she's our poster child for eating to perform while we're on our webcast. 
Exactly. Mm-hmm, that's right. So tell them what's <laughs> tell them what's in your sweet potato, Caitlin. Um, today, today it's coconut oil, uh, cinnamon, salt, and peanut butter. Yeah. Uh, you you could have led with the peanut butter. Yeah, that, peanut butter that, always, every day. So Kim, and that's how April got us hooked on all those sweet potatoes. She put peanut butter on it. We were like, that's madness. Actually, you know what I have to have right now, and and Jordy says, says it would be too sweet for her, but um, I bought that uh, white chocolate peanut butter. Oh, I love it! I have some too. Yeah, it's really good. It's so good. I have a cinnamon spiced peanut butter that I put on my sweet potatoes, and only in the last couple of months since Caitlin started doing it every day, because mm-hmm. I thought she was nuts, but I tried it, and it's delicious. You know, you know what I hate? got me hooked on that, too. You know what I hate is, right. is like, I'll, I'll start, like, for instance, I was drinking kombucha for years. All of a sudden, April starts drinking kombucha, and then everybody's drinking kombucha. doing more cardio, so watch what happens. Yeah, she has been saying that. I know she's gonna she's gonna make a run run for me at the uh, at the War of the Wads. So Kim, who are the, who are the who are the children that were in your lap? Come here, come here. This is Mabel. Say hi. Hi. Hello, Mabel. And then Wait. what? What's his name? <laughs> this is Hartley. Hey, Hartley. How are you doing, buddy? Nice to meet you. Is it is it warm weather in Tennessee today? Warm, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It was like seventy degrees today. Nice. Yeah. It was kind of sleety. Um, Chris, what's your daughter's name? Emily. You're, you're kidding? Your daughter's name's Emily. Yeah. That's, and you, makes, and you didn't remember that, Paul? That makes me like the worst human being on the planet. Because my, my daughter's <laughs> named Emily. You know? I mean, I've seen videos of Chris's daughter a million times. Um, so. Anyway. Chris never posts about her as Emily. It's always Emmy. So. Yeah. Oh, that. Duh. Well, that, that, I don't think I've ever heard. Baby girl. There you go. I call her baby girl a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, Emmy definitely is something I'm familiar with. So, um, and oh, by the way, uh, there's another ETP superstar that should be on here, but she's not, is your wife. Because, yeah, your wife is as big of a superstar in the Eat to Perform world as you are. Hold on. Yeah, she's got to come on now. Are we going to see a front shot or a behind shot? <laughs> I think we I think we've all we've all seen we've all seen enough of the backside. And it's, <laughs> this is a this is a holiday show here, Lori. <laughs> I didn't use any obscene words. I said backside. Actually, you said those for later. I probably I, I probably cursed way too much for as many children that have been on the on the podcast tonight. Hey, at um, least mine have clothes on. Hey, they there you go. With no clothes during the meetings. That yeah, exactly. So Nicole, oh, there's Mandy. Hello, Mandy. 
Mandy Mandy was like one of the lifting all stars at the Eat Perform Open at Southside. Um, <laughs> I actually just met with uh, the owner of Southside, and we were talking right now about um, about uh, and his name is Jack. See, I do pay a little attention. <laughs> um, hello, Jack. And Jack is a super active little dude. Um, when you see him in his house, he's bouncing all around. Um, but yeah, so Mandy, um, Mandy was kind of a rock star at the Eat Perform Open. Um, I'm actually talking to the guys at Southside about developing a sort of franchise model for what um, we'd be looking at. Um, so hopefully we'll see something like that for 2017 but um could be kind of a cool thing so nicole um nicole is part of our coaching program nicole where do you live i am in jacksonville florida originally from milwaukee wisconsin though gotcha and so you're um yeah she's showing the tim tams is that it um so trying to grab the Tim Tams. Yeah, so Nicole, it, Brad's not here tonight, um, but Nicole is Brad's handy helper. And and what what I don't think most people realize is that you know myself, April, Brad, we're sort of the leads. Catherine's one of the leads, um, and. Uh, you know, Caitlin was a lead at one point um, and has moved on to like the, the performance focus fat loss um, forums. Um, but I think we can all admit that like it's the other folks that are doing a lot of the work, right? Where you guys are sending the plans out to people, making the adjustments. And um, if you're getting a plan from someone if you're getting advice from someone it's usually people like nicole nicole if you're in in group coaching you've probably gotten a message from nicole because she's one of the most active responders um down there and i write books i don't write little replies apparently everything that i respond to it takes up like a couple paragraphs so I just have a lot to say. Yeah, well, there you go. Um, I think, yeah, I think that's another great example of, you know. So so Kim is just like, like just bringing the kids here, man. Um, now, is, okay. That's not a real kid, though. Oh, I, I, I was like, holy cow. The, uh, um, so let's see. So. Nicole, what's what's a good holiday tradition that, that your family does? Oh, gosh. Moving down to Florida just last year, we we're trying to find new traditions. And uh, I think we found one, actually, uh, the weekend after Thanksgiving. They have a huge boat show down here in Jacksonville. And it was amazing. They had, uh, oh, I think it was over 50-some boats that were decorated with Christmas lights and themes, and they had a huge fireworks show. It was really awesome. So we uh, we'll do that every year. And then actually on Christmas last year, we went down to St. Augustine 
and they have, I think it's in the top five or something like that of um, the best place to go for the holidays with the Christmas lights. They have the whole city decked out in Christmas lights and you can take a red train tour around the city and they play Christmas music and they give you hot chocolate and candy and it's really fun. So That's cool. We'll do that on Christmas. Yeah, this weekend will be the week we go down and cut a tree in Hampton, which is funny because I feel like Hampton, Minnesota is like really, really super far from where I live. But that's also the the town where I've been meeting Teresa's husband to bring the books so they can mail them. And it turns out it's only 15 minutes away. <laughs> so, you know, it seems like it's really far away when it's Christmas tree time, but when it's um, but it's really not that far. Um, so yeah, the, uh, there really isn't, you know, I remember Christmas lights in Louisiana was a bigger deal than it is here in Minnesota. I think one of the reasons why Christmas lights isn't as big a deal is it's cold. Um, and so I don't know that people are dying to get up on their roof and I'm, I'm sure that Chris is like, what are you talking about? Dude, there's Christmas lights everywhere. Like in the south you know like you don't have snow so there's like big huge christmas displays um the one thing that they do have here it's not as big of a deal like chris did, did you guys ever go to like the dayton's um holiday display downtown yep so like on the eighth floor of dayton's which is now macy's um they used to do like a different theme every single year and um, that was always cool. Now it's not as cool that Macy's took it over. Um, but like the Holidazzle, that, that used to be kind of cool. And now it's like a festival and it's probably going to die soon. But, they, it, you know, the problem in Minnesota, you know, this year, it's not bad. Like when it's cold, it's really cold and you don't want to go outside. Or when it's not cold, it's like it is right now, which is rainy, you know. So, so it's not always the the really conducive to that kind of stuff. I don't so, think it's bad. Yeah. So I'm just trying to see. Um, let's see, Andre. I don't know if he's still on or not, but I think we got pretty much all the the staff members. I'm just trying to see there's anybody that we've sort of missed out on um let's see maggie's here oh here we go well andre was was listed as a let's see so we have maggie we have maggie and andre and those guys can come on so i need two people to sign off who wants to be the sign off people okay. i'll go see you later alligators see ya so Nicole, are you are you married? Do you have a family? Do you have children? No, I have five animals. I have three cats, two dogs, and a husband that travels all the time. <laughs> Is he one of the animals? <laughs> no, he's never home. I feel like I'm married, but I but I'm single, but I'm not. Weird. Well, you can't see, you can't feel single with all those pets. No, that's no, a zoo. It's good. Spe though. Speaking of, of pets, 
Um, Maggie's on the call, and she lives with a wolf. Oh, <laughs> want to see him? Yeah, let's see. Let's see this wolf. See, yeah. And like, literally the most passive wolf-looking dog you'll ever see in your life. <laughs> I have a wolf too. Yeah. I think Catherine. Catherine's also got a husky. She's got a Malamute. Oh, does she? Mm -hmm. so, Can I ask a really dumb question? What's the difference between a husky and a Malamute? Um, generally, they're two different breeds. Um, a Malamute is bigger and usually fluffier. They only have brown eyes. Huskies are trimmer, more known for racing or going fast, where Malamutes are more work-oriented. Wow. I was told their tails curl in opposite directions, too. Uh, <laughs> just from Compared to the southern hemisphere, it flushes the opposite way. Yes. <laughs> exactly, exactly like that. So for, for those of you guys that don't know, um, when I talked about James and I starting off, the, one of the funniest stories Maggie reminds me of it all the time is Maggie goes to my gym. And so we were working out and we were becoming friends at that point. And so I said to her, I was like, I really need somebody to help me out with this e form thing, you know, because we, we have a lot of people that need help. Um, hour at the most. A week. <laughs> right? And Needless to say, that changed very quickly. Um, yes. Went from an hour to a full-time job within six months. And so... And then shortly after that, I had our third kid and said, well, I can't do this full-time thing. I'm a stay-at-home mom. And then Lori came on, and now we have, like, a bajillion staff. And um, we've, it's a great team. And so now I'm kind of... I pulled back even more just as it's hard to raise little kids and um it's great to see the team that each one has so i was just thinking the other day i wonder how much eat reform gear is still in maggie's basement <laughs> um I don't, hard to say there's there's a decent amount of shirts <laughs> are we how are we on, how are we doing on shorts uh handful okay not very many I was, I was, I was thinking to myself if, if, cause the shorts, like what, um, you, one of the things that I see at our gym that everyone wears are the, um, food is thy medicine shirts. I don't know if you ever see anybody like around, but they're always wearing them, you know? Mm -hmm. And I don't know if anybody's got that hoodie, but when in, 10 years from now, when Eat to Perform is like the biggest deal going, those hoodies are going to sell for $1,000 a piece. Those things are cool as heck. Because they were, they were one of the early ones. I would say that not all of the shirts, you know, are super memorable at this point. You know, like it was sort of fun. I mean, remember, I remember when we, we started selling the train shirts, like in the beginning. Um... I don't even, what does the train shirt say? Does anybody know? 
Um, you train to not suck at life or something? The game is life, train not to suck at life. Right. Yeah, we sold. I have that one. We sold so many of those. You know, it was it was really quite unreal, actually. You know, thinking back to it. You know, I mean, thinking back to all the things. You know, like at one point, right right now we don't really sell many T-shirts. You know, um, but T-shirts were like the biggest deal going. T-shirts are just sort of hard to deal with. You know. Um, so everybody's kind of looking, is, is like the audio bad or something? Gotcha. So Maggie, what, uh, what do you, so, so this summer, um, there was, so I'll tell the swan story. So there were swans in the lake right near Maggie's house. And I thought these swans were like the coolest thing. So I start harassing Maggie and I'm like texting her like, you got to come see these swans right now. They're like so cool, you know, and they were literally right by her house. And um, I don't know what happened to Maggie there. We lost her. Oh, she's back. And so, so swans are by your house. And she's like, yeah, 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 whatever. I got stuff to do. And I'm like, no, but they're swans and they're by your house, you know. And so I went and saw these swans a number of times. And so uh, for a while there, I would I would go see them like almost every day. I just thought it was like the coolest thing going. I didn't know how these swans came. And so at one point I went to the the visitor center at Lebanon Hills, which is is the lakes area that, that I'm talking about. And I asked the people at the visitor center about the swans and where are the swans? And they were like, well, they probably went back to the zoo. <laughs> so they were they were the zoo swans <laughs> and they just left the zoo. And so they just like leave the zoo and then come back to the zoo. You know, so it's sort of like, you know, messed up my dream there. But did did you guys ever see the the swans or do you just go to the zoo when you want to see swans, Maggie? I don't know if she can hear us. Yeah, her connection's being weird. She can't hear very well. Okay, because like <laughs> she's kind of got <laughs> she's kind of got like the deer and headlights look going. Um, so so she. So so I have a bit of, I have a bit of trivia. Yeah, go ahead. So you know that Kim and I found out that we grew up like blocks from each other. Yes. In California. I yep. Do. I mean, we don't live in California anymore, but we grew up. I think you're younger than me, though. Like, literally, like, a couple blocks from each other. That's cool. Yeah. Small world. Yeah. Where in California? San Jose, Cupertino. Yeah. In San Jose, Cupertino area. So I was going yeah. to tell the story um, of when, uh, and we have Taylor that's actually coming on here soon, too, which... I don't know. Somebody's sharing their screen, so probably shouldn't do yeah, that. Right now, so. no. Taylor, if uh, you could hold oh, up. Maybe. There we go. I'm in here. All right. Hold on one second. Don't say anything <clears throat> yet. Um, so we were in California this year with April and I at the CrossFit Games, and it was hilarious because we were sort of there to sort of press the flesh with people and, 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 you know, meet up with each reformers. 
And it's really funny because you would think that there would be a lot of beat performers, and and there probably are. You know, I mean, like I would say that of every single person there, all of them have seen one of our articles, right? So they would definitely have some understanding of what each perform is. But April was there with her family. So they were going to Disneyland and, and all this other kind of stuff. And it was, um, I don't know, it was just kind of a, a funny experience because we were we were at the CrossFit Games with a bunch of people that, that don't really CrossFit all that much. So... Um, so that was kind of interesting and, and we have a lot of people in California obviously so we're we're gonna shut it down here real soon um, but kind of the last person and I had Andre I was kind of hoping to get Andre on the on the show Taylor, here. does Taylor know he's sharing his screen I tried to message him it says Lori message you on his thing there <laughs> yeah uh -oh. so, what's going on yeah I know I'm I know I'm sharing my screen okay okay just no, I, just, I, I was in the middle of making pancakes, and I was like, oh, the webinar's going. And I just got done with the gym, so, like, I'm... <laughs> you're you're kind of tired of making pancakes. Yeah, I mean, you know, you need pancakes after working out. You know, I benched, like, a ton today, which is a really weird thing for a crossfitter. So are you making bacon pancakes? I did not make bacon pancakes. I made pancakes, and then I made bacon separately tonight. Okay. So, you know... I think the making making bacon pancakes thing is like the funniest thing. I mean, just like listening to it makes me want to like pull that up like immediately. Um, I so the other day while squatting, I I put that on at the, at the gym, and I put it on the ten the ten minute loop. So like I made the entire gym listen to making bacon pancakes for ten minutes. There you go. So, awesome. so we're ending the, we're going to end the show with, um, each perform platinum on the, on the call. So it's me, Chris and Taylor, and I've got a new member of, um, each perform platinum, which hopefully is going to be Laura Kohler. Jim Patterson was also, um, a potential candidate. Um, so we're going co-ed in, in North Carolina. Um, we were looking for an event, which was funny because if we knew about the event in North Carolina, we might have done it, but they were reaching out to us for the longest time. And then when we saw, when I saw the events and saw that you could do co-ed, I was like, wow, that looks really, really super cool. So I'm really excited about that and getting down there. And we have a lot of um, eat performers in North Carolina, so that should be a good time. Um, anything kind of going on for you, Taylor? I know that you started to do, um, you know, some more advanced training with uh, with your gym owner. How's that going for you? Um, it's been going great, actually. Like, so it's been really interesting. He's been having me do a lot of like drills for like my um, for my Olympic lifts and. Recently, I'm starting to notice a lot of like gains. Um, like as far as like my lifts just feel stupid easy, and I'm like, what is this? Like, like tonight I did a triple for uh, triple jerks um, at 85, percent and they were just like, I felt like it was the easiest thing in the world, and I was like, why is this super easy? These used to be hard. So you know, things are going pretty well. I mean, like there's some days where like my psoas is just so angry that I can't I can't do things, but that's you know recovery and 
I'm beating the crap out of myself. So like my coach says, there's days that I should feel like my back is broken. And I was like, that's a lovely sentiment. I used to so. have so many psoas issues and you know how I solved them? How? I started to rest. <laughs> I know. It's like, it's no, weird. I took, like, it, I, I took some time off this, this last week due to my cold and it's kind of getting better. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have to say that was one of the things I remember so much was my psoas in my right arm side was always mm -hmm. a mess, and so was my right glute. And, you know, when I decided that I probably shouldn't CrossFit six days a week, all of a sudden those things started to heal better. Um, but one of the things that, you know, I mean, a lot of people know Taylor from the challenges, from slot, you know. Um, what they don't know is that, you know, he's probably, you know, one of the five best eat to perform stories of all time. You know, um, I mean, he came in at, you know, just over 160 pounds. I think your lean mass when you measured it last time was like 172 or something. Yeah, it was pretty stupid high. I was like, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, his, his lean mass is 10 pounds more than he used to weigh. And, and then obviously he's, he's low teens, you know, around 10% body fat. So um, just kind of an interesting story and a, a good, a good message, you know, especially if, if you're kind of a younger guy or a younger gal, you know, a lot of times if you just get out of your own way, you'll be doing fine. So we've been doing this for about six, uh, about two hours and 15 minutes. And as you guys can probably hear, my voice is starting to get a little little hoarse. Um, so I appreciate everybody being here. I'm going to shut it down. This was a lot of fun, and I thought it was kind of a nice way for everybody to get to know all of us in a casual way. So have a happy holiday, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, you know, whatever you celebrate Enjoy it and enjoy your family, all of the Eat Before people here. Talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.